everybody, welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies and we are back once again to bring you a few suggestions to watch over the weekend on streaming. And once again, we have a super special episode because it's just me and Zach today. How's oh, it going? Hi, hi, Renee. Oh, it's going great. Um, yeah, for just a little housekeeping here um, at the top of the show, uh, Paul and Bill have been fired. Um <laughs> So you're not going to be hearing them on this podcast anymore. Uh, we, we uh, quite frankly, we were just tired of both of them. So <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, the, the, the Illuminati here, which is Renee and I decided to, uh, to let them, let them uh, go their separate ways. And uh, so, yeah, now it's going to be all us. You're welcome. <laughs> we've, <laughs> so, uh... we've had, we've had some complaints, so. <laughs> Yeah, due to popular Mo- demand, m- mostly from <laughs> mostly from Paul's wife that she has to listen to him sing every week. <laughs> so uh, yeah, do you? Uh, do, what's your first recommendation? Well, Renee, I was so excited this week because I heard that Fast X was coming to streaming. So I uh, I jumped into my my favorite streaming services, looked up uh, Fast X, and I clicked on the wrong thing. Apparently, it's not actually on a streaming service now. It's it's a uh, it's a it's a VOD that is video on demand for those of you who don't know. So you have to pay like twenty dollars to to stream a movie, which is insane. Um, but no, I clicked on the wrong thing. Something came up. I clicked on it, um, but luckily it was pornography. So uh, you know, I was you know everything turned out okay. Uh, actually, it wasn't actually pornography, but it was about the creation of a pornographic film. And uh, the reason that this movie came up is because it is simply entitled X. So uh, good luck finding this. Uh, luckily, I'm going to tell you where to find it. Um, but this is a horror film. You may have heard of it. It came out last year. And it's about a couple of uh, randy randy uh, kids, or not kids, 20-somethings, uh, who go out to a uh, secluded shack in somewhere in Texas uh, to shoot an adult film. This takes place in the 70s. So, uh, you know, they're they're lugging out the, uh, the 16-millimeter camera and the boom mic and all that stuff uh, and they're gonna make themselves a little adult film the idea is that they're gonna uh make it for a couple bucks and then turn around and make a ton of money off of it so uh of course uh this is a horror film so things do not go as planned and uh this is i think i, I read a, a, a comment that someone had on this which i think kind of summed it up very well which is there's not necessarily a lot of uh new stuff here but uh, it's more how it's presented. It's it's a it's it's not uh, necessarily the most original film you've ever seen. Um, but it's well done. It's well acted. Uh, this is from Ty West, who's made uh, such movies as The Innkeepers. Is it Innkeepers? Innkeep? I can never remember. Um, and uh, Cabin Fever Two. Um, so it's it's a it's a well done film. It's it's a uh, it's a, a, a an artistically done movie. Got some great performances. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but the lead, Mia Goth, I think she actually deserves uh, a lot of the praise that she's gotten for this movie. Uh, and, and once you look at the credits, you'll kind of see why. But um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's a well done movie. Uh, once again, the name of the movie is X. Uh, this one is on Showtime. And it's also available on DirecTV and Fubo, apparently. So uh, check that one out. Uh, if you're if you're into a little throwback horror, and um, well, I I don't think I have many people uh, to choose from here, so Renee, I'll uh, throw it right back to you. Well, thank you, and I appreciate that recommendation. I've been thinking about watching that, so I will bump it up in my to watch list. So I have a theme this week, and my theme is 
movies that I cannot believe we haven't already recommended. And my first film is a just a delightful classic sci-fi film from 1951, The Thing from Another World. This movie is so good that we did a full episode about it. Mm. And if you have not listened to one of our full episodes yet, you should you should do that. <laughs> yeah. Once upon a time, we actually did long form episodes on this podcast, <laughs> believe it or not. We did. One day we'll do them again soon. Yeah. Uh, if you have any suggestions, <laughs> please email us. Uh, contact at videostorejunkies.com. You well, can thank you. Send us recommendations, uh, love letters, that sort of thing. Yes, absolutely. We will be happy to read all of our fan mail <laughs> on, the, on the air. I think oh, I've, gosh. I've, in the three years that we've been doing this podcast, I think I got one email. From Paul's mom. Uh, uh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I would ask her to, to email us, but she probably turned this off as soon as she heard that Paul wasn't on it. So she's probably not doing this. But <laughs> That's a good point. Fine. Oh, anyway. So this movie is great. If you're not already familiar with the story, it is about a group of scientists and some military that are in the Arctic, and they have discovered a crash UFO that is buried in the ice. And uh, amongst amongst this wreckage, they have recovered a body uh, of sorts. They've just they've recovered a creature. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the creature dethawed, and uh, all hell breaks loose. So it it's just a very fun movie. Uh, if you are not someone that really likes classic movies, I really would recommend that you still give it a try. It's got really good pacing. The dialogue is great. It's, and it's really natural. Um, I feel like, you know, nowadays in movies, there's like really long dramatic pauses with everything. And these guys just banter back and forth. And in some cases, like talk over each other a little bit, but in a really natural way. So yeah, I just really enjoyed it. I thought, and a lot of the cast I thought had really good chemistry. So yeah, uh, this movie is called The Thing from Another World, and you can watch that on Tubi and DirecTV. And uh, yeah, so what's your second recommendation? Well, first of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna second that, and and yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna second the idea that you should watch that movie, and then you should go listen to our uh, our, our podcast, uh, our, yes. our three hour episode where we talk about that and the uh, the 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 remake. Um, but that's neither here, here nor there. Uh, my second recommendation is, speaking of movies that I'm kind of surprised we haven't uh, talked about, you know, we're a couple of furious heads uh, on this podcast. Uh, I, I, Renee, I'm just going to lump you in with me yeah, and say that you're yeah. a huge Fast and Furious fan. It's all about family. Yeah, it's all about family. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking <laughs> and speaking of uh, uh, Fast X, uh, you know, a couple of installments ago, one of the uh, fan favorite characters who had died in part three, returned. And I'm, of course, talking about uh, Han. And um, I was reminded, though, that uh, there's a, there's a, another movie that you could argue kind of takes place in the uh, Fast and Furious universe, maybe? Um, because the man who kind of resurrected the Fast and Furious franchise with Tokyo Drift, because uh, as I'm sure you know, or, or as you remember, Renee, uh, after Too Fast, Too Furious, the felt like the franchise was dead, but... No, it came back with Tokyo Drift. Uh, that was uh, director Justin Lin, and he had actually made a movie uh, a, a while before Tokyo Drift. Uh, the name of the movie was Better Luck Tomorrow. It came out in 2002. I think it was actually his directorial debut. He was, I believe, pretty young when he made this movie. And it is kind of similar to the uh, Fast and the Furious uh, world. It's, it's about a couple of uh, high school students who are... 
uh, kind of dipping their toes into the world of crime. And but it's kind of uh, it's it's a little a little more grounded than uh, your kind of general uh, you know Hollywood. It's it's a little more grounded than than well Fast and the Furious. But uh, it's a great movie. It's it's a uh, I actually remember seeing this uh, like long before. Uh, actually, I think it's before I had seen any Fast and Furious movies because this came out the year after the first Fast and the Furious movie, and I did not uh, start watching until Tokyo Drift. So, um, but anyways, the, uh, where where am I going with this? You, you might be saying, <laughs> well, that coincidentally, uh, Justin Lin, who uh, again Tokyo Drift, uh, actually, uh, this film features a, a certain actor, uh, Sung Kang, uh, who you may recognize from the Fast and the Furious movies because he plays Han. Uh, and in this movie, he plays a character named Han. Ooh, connection? Maybe. Ah! I don't, I don't know. Um, we're going to go with yes. And this is a, a uh, first on the podcast. I came up with this. Uh, you'll never hear it from anyone else. Uh, that's right, uh, Paul. Suck it. Um, I, stole you. <laughs> I stole the thing you love talking about and put it on our podcast because you dipped out tonight. Um, so anyways, uh, better luck tomorrow. Available on Paramount Plus and Hoopla. And uh, so next time you do your Fast and the Furious watch through of all 15 movies or whatever it is now, um, you can add this one in there. And uh, it's kind of an unofficial side story. Uh, So, Renee, wow, uh, I feel like uh, I just passed it to you, but I'm going to pass it to you again. Well, thank you. I don't think you'll ever guess what my recommendation is. Mm. Yeah, it's another just it's another great movie. Another great sci-fi movie, which is 1982's The Thing. Mm. <laughs> That's why I, I almost said you should go watch the the, the remake, but I was like, mm, maybe not, because maybe yeah. she's going to recommend it. <laughs> so if you know, if I, so if I did not mention earlier, I should mention that both of these films are based on the 1938 uh, science fiction novella "Who Goes There" by John W. Campbell, and you can find that novella online for about five bucks somewhere. So you consider that my my point five recommendation is the Ooh. short story. Yeah. I, I, I'd be surprised if you couldn't find that for like completely free. <laughs> I would think so. Right? right. So this movie, uh, the synopsis of this film is relatively the same, but at the same time, it's, it's very different. So, and that's one of the things that I really like about these two films is that they both stay very loyal to the primary storyline, but you do not feel like you've watched the same movie twice. Um, it is this version, of course, you know, in it's 1982, it's very, you know, atmospheric and tense and it's John Carpenter also. And there's just some really great practical effects that I love so much. And the cast is great and it, including some of the finest dog actors in Hollywood. Mm, and yeah. 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 Just outstanding performances by those little puppers um, and, the other, and the actors. They did a great job as well. Uh, but truly, it is a, it's just a really good overall movie. It's a classic. And if you haven't watched it, you should. If you have, you should watch it again. And uh, and if you've already watched it like 15 times, you should go read some internet forums about the movie because people have some really great theories out there, which are really interesting. Um, so, or, yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Or you can you can skip the forums and just go listen to our uh, our podcast where I think <laughs> we talk... <laughs> We talk about a bunch of the theories. I'm like, wreck. go somewhere, go anywhere else. Yeah, but anywhere but our podcast, for the love of God. <laughs> Save yourself. <laughs> oh, God. Just push, 
stop right now. Just stop mm-hmm. listening and go. Oh God, I'm so bad. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, you should go back and listen to our episode. It was wonderful. And that is, yeah, that's, so that's my second re- recommendation from 1982. It is the thing. And I bet you'll never guess where you can watch mm. this movie. Is it on Tubi? Yeah. <laughs> it's on Tubi. Yeah. Oh, so only on Tubi exclusive. Exclusively wow. on Tubi. Nice. And and if 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 you're like the one person, by the way, who who doesn't know, uh, isn't familiar with this movie, uh, there is you you can be easily tricked because, uh, like you said, it's it's the 1982 version. <laughs> uh, there is a remake slash prequel from uh, 2011. Which has the exact same title, and it's uh, the even like some of the posters are very similar, so it's a, they it's a little are. confusing. Yes, don't watch. Which that. is like why it's I said nineteen eighty two fifteen times. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. But I do appreciate you mentioning that because you're right. The, the even the cover art is very similar, and I could definitely see somebody watching that and just not realizing. Uh, so yeah, you want to look out for Kurt Russell and Wilford Brimley. Those those look out for those two guys and uh, Keith Childs. Oh, Keith David. Keith David, thank you. Yeah, not um, David Keith. Not David Keith. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, keep an eye out for those guys. Then you know you've got the right movie. Shoot, I guess I guess we're done. Well, no, I was gonna I was gonna do a third do you one. A third? We oh. gotta we gotta give the pe- look we gotta give the people the content that they paid for uh, That's a good since point. there are only two of us. That's true. Uh, also, I, I just wanted to mention like you, you could easily find uh, the story uh, pro tip if you ever want to find a short story. Just just type in the name of the story in PDF. But um, here's here's a here's a uh, a weird piece of uh, random. Tri- this isn't really trivia. Um, but uh, so so Robert uh, Robert W. Cam or John John W. Campbell um, wrote uh, who goes there. But uh, it actually I did not realize that Robert W. Chambers uh, also wrote a story called Who Goes There. So wow. Um, yeah, if you, if you don't know, he's the guy who wrote The King in Yellow and. Uh, some of the stories that inspired some of H.P. Lovecraft stuff, but anyways, oh, nice. that's neither here nor there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm basically. I feel like I need to kind of fill in the the, the role of Bill when Bill's not here by just mm-hmm. going off on random tangents and um, <laughs> basically filling up a bunch of air with nonsense. Okay. Um, but yes, um, okay. I actually do have a, a third recommendation, and this is this is something I recommended a while ago. Um, but I'm actually going to re-recommend it because it's kind of a, a cool little discovery. Or, or not really a discovery. It's, it's you know, if I looked it up, I, I could have realized this a long time ago. But uh, I believe a couple weeks ago I recommended Succession, which just ended a great show. Um, really great show about, you know, rich people who are super miserable. Mm. And um, I did not realize, though, that the creator of Succession, I think his name is uh, Jesse Armstrong, uh, he actually created another show that I love and that I've recommended a long time ago, but I'm going to, I'm going to re-recommend it because it's kind of an interesting uh, pairing if you're a Succession fan. And that is the show Peep Show. And this is a British comedy. Uh, You're familiar with this one, Renee? Have you seen this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh my God. And then I started like (laughs) doing like compare and contrast and I was like, wait a minute, both these shows are about like kind of horrible people that are actually like really miserable and I don't know. There's just like all these really awkward situations. Um, yeah, this wow. one's a comedy. This one, this uh, the Peep Show features uh, Robert Webb and David Mitchell, uh, who've done a bunch of stuff together. They also had a show, uh, at least one other show, 
uh, called the uh, Mitchell and Webb look. Uh, you've probably seen memes from that show. But yeah, this is a, uh, it's kind of a uh, a gimmick show in the sense that uh, every single shot in the entire show is from someone's perspective. And somehow uh, it, it sounds like it would get really old really quickly, but somehow it's probably just because the writing is so good that eventually you, the gimmick doesn't even really matter. But um, yeah, somehow it never gets old. Uh, it's really, it's really, really great show. Really fun. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. So I think you should go watch it. And uh, especially again, if you're a succession fan, uh, this is a, a cool kind of precursor to that uh, in a very, in very tenuous ways. Um, again, the name of the show is Peep Show. Uh, it is playing on Fubo, the Roku channel, of course, Tubi, Redbox, Crackle, Pluto TV, Film Rise, yeah! and uh, Plex. So if you uh, if you're if you're if you use any of those services, uh, you can watch the entirety. I think it's like uh, eight or nine seasons. So yeah, lots of lots of content. And uh, if if uh, if if you have another a third recommendation, Renee, then I will. Uh, pass it back over to you to, uh, I guess, uh, finish this out here. You know what? Actually, I it's unprecedented. I I actually am going to do a spinoff oh. recommendation. Yes, based oh. off of your recommendation. Oh, okay. <laughs> because David Mitchell is very funny, and hmm. just like his comedy, like not even his acting, but just his comedy, mm-hmm. and even just even as a person, is just very entertaining. Mm-hmm. So this is a little bit different. I, I don't know. I'm sure they're on networks somewhere that you can watch them. But honestly, you can just go to YouTube and look for episodes of shows like Would I Lie to You or The Big Fat Quiz Show of the Year. I want to say there's a couple other ones. They're British game shows and they are so funny. And there is an episode of Would I Lie to You where he is on with his wife. It's just a really funny episode where... He talks about potentially having changed where her bookmarks are in her books and <laughs> trying to figure out whether that was the truth or a lie. Uh, but it was very entertaining. Uh, I really enjoy those a lot. So I hmm. think people should, uh, yeah, should go and try to watch those. And they also always feature a bunch of other really funny comedians. Um, you'll see a bunch with Noel Fielding and Richard Awade and uh, just a, a lot of really other really funny so yeah that is my spin-off nice. recommendation yeah nice that's yeah. That, that's a great open-end recommendation because i feel like you could just like go to youtube type the best of david mitchell and just like yes. rabbit hole for the rest of your evening that is so, exactly what you can do that's like, a pretty good one yes it's it really is and it's just it's oh so good so uh, did you do you have a fourth, <laughs> oh, fourth recommendation? No, I, I could probably make one up here if you can stall for time. But uh, no, I think I'm I think I'm 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 all all played out for the week. Well, there you go. Well, I think the only other thing I could come up with is a recommendation on Bill's behalf, mm. which is uh, from 1958. The Blob, which is playing <laughs> on Max. <laughs> One of one of Bill's uh, favorite films, and also one of his favorite episodes of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> now, are we just are we just getting are we just going to start recommend? I, I'm recommending from 2021 our episode on uh, Fury Road, our two part. Uh, no, 
We're just going to get exactly. meta and start recommending ourselves. Yeah. But yes, it's all about marketing this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. And once again, if you if you have any movies you'd like to hear us talk about, contact at videostorejunkies.com. You can uh, tweet at, at videojunkiespod. Um, you can tweet at us and we'll have uh, the first uh, tweet at us in probably ever. So Yeah. Yeah. Engage us. Yeah. That's right. We like you guys. So, yeah. well, yeah, we like some yeah. of you. Yeah, more or less. I'm not going to name yeah. names, but. Yeah. So do you have anything you want to sing us out with? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, let's see. I, I just I just uh, Googled Better Luck Tomorrow lyrics. There's no song called Better Luck Tomorrow, but there's a, a song called Better Luck Next Time by <laughs> Kelsey Bellarini, which I have never heard in my life, but I'm going to sing it for you. Okay, here it goes. <clears throat> One-sided. Everything about your love was one-sided. Didn't cover it up or disguise it. <laughs> they, you used my dream against me to tie me. For the weekend you. of June 16th, Zachary recommended X, available on Showtime, Fubo, and DirecTV. And Better Luck Tomorrow, available on Paramount Plus and Hoopla. And Peep Show, available on Fubo, the Roku channel, Tubi, Redbox, Crackle, and Pluto. I recommended The Thing from Another Planet, available on Tubi, DirecTV, and Turner Classic Movies. And The Thing from 1982, available on Tubi. And The Best of David Mitchell, available on YouTube. I got myself together, got a new attitude, hope that I see you, never. I'm so over you. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea how this song goes. Renee, good good luck. Good luck. That's my favorite part. (laughs) Trying to edit that together. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. I yeah. I bet you've matched the melody perfectly. I'm sure I did. Just <laughs> like I did with the uh the Star Trek theme song that one time. <laughs>